It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Bengals wrap up the open portion of training camp to fans with a big day for Mike Hilton and a positive COVID test for Jackson Carmen. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, bringing you coverage of your Cincinnati Bengals every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Thanks for subscribing and following. Thanks for hitting that bell for notifications on YouTube and to all of you who make us your first listen. Today's episode is brought to you by Elias. Their app lets you access team and player stats and head-to-head team comparisons. Give yourself the edge this NFL season with the Elias Game Plan app in the App Store or the Play Store today. James, a lot to talk about as the Bengals wrap up training camp and have a preseason game coming up. This will serve as a training camp wrap, although you will continue to be in attendance at practices, of course. And a preview for their second preseason game against the New York Giants. They will fly to New York. And Lel Collins back on uh, Thursday. Jackson Carmen missing mysteriously. We found out later that's a COVID positive for him. And he has some work to do. Very unlikely. I would say that he gets back in time for Sunday's game. We'll break that down in addition to a big day for the defense yet again, including a couple of nice plays for Mike Hilton before we dive in to a game preview. And let's start with wrapping training camp. James, the biggest news on Thursday was the return of Lyle Collins, who missed Wednesday on a personal day, had personal reasons to not be in attendance for practice, was back on Thursday, still not doing team drills, team work, but did do more work and was back in pads and back participating. So a step in the right direction for Collins, although I would say I still want to see him in team drills, hopefully next week. It's got to happen at some point, right? He's got to get team reps. And, you know, we have multiple coaches on record saying how important that the team reps are. Joe Burrow sat pretty close to where I'm sitting right now and, and on Wednesday said, yeah, you know, we haven't had all of our team together. Those reps are valuable. They're important. So, yeah, I, I expect, not hopeful, I expect to see Lyle Collins do team drills next week against the Rams during the joint practices. And because that's really it, that's your final tune up. These starters aren't going to play in the preseason. It doesn't feel like it, it doesn't feel like any of them are going to play. I think Zach went just decided to punt on the preseason. You got these joint practices. You can use those to get your first team a bunch of work. And maybe I'm wrong on that. That's just a, a, a suspicion I have. And I think it's going to be pretty accurate, but uh, I will say this, Lyle Collins did go up against Sam Hubbard in some one-on-ones Hubbard, Rehabbing too, didn't go through team drills. So that was good to see. It was good to see him doing more. Went through all the individual stuff and then did that. So it does feel like they are setting up, you know, things for him to to be 
um, you know, ready to go for him to, to do 11s next week and, and participate in 11 on 11s against the Rams. But the bigger news, it, it might be, and maybe not, because, but to a degree, Jackson Carmen, you mentioned it, he tested positive for COVID 19. What does that mean in today's NFL? Well, it means he's out for five days unless, according to head coach Zach Taylor, he has back-to-back negative tests. Well, it's a road game. And so as we record this, it's Thursday evening, tested positive on Thursday. So he's going to have to test negative on Friday, test negative on Saturday morning just to travel with the team to go to New York. So it doesn't feel like he's going to play on Sunday. And obviously with him battling Cordell Volson – for that starting left guard job, I mean, Jackson Carmen's chances of starting could take a significant hit, I think, of winning that job if he's not out there on Sunday. Yeah, I think that if we get a good performance from Cordell Volson, then Cordell Volson can win himself the job because Jackson Carmen has been dealing with that elbow, missed Sunday's practice, missed a lot of Monday's practice, has not had as many reps with the first team. Cordell Volson getting all of them on Thursday, getting a majority of them out, out snapping Carmen with the ones on Wednesday. That's a lot of extra work for the rookie that Jackson Carmen is not getting. And, we, we talked about this and we'll talk about it more. New York is going to play their starters, at least most of them, the ones that are healthy. So no Leonard Williams, as he hasn't worked with full team sessions, I would not expect that he will suddenly step up and play in the second preseason game. But still Dexter Lawrence and a solid interior defensive line and, and a solid edge rushing complement, a solid rotation on the defensive line for the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. So for Cordell Volson, looking for him to get snaps against starters, snaps against rotational pieces for the Giants, especially early in the game. If he can play well, if he can have a nice first half and avail himself as a good pass blocker and a solid run blocker, he could take a big step in grabbing this job and seizing this opportunity. If he doesn't take this opportunity and play well, and if he has a tough game at this point, especially with injuries starting to pile up a little bit, and this is probably something that we need to talk about as well. Isaiah Prince was carted off on Thursday. With injuries starting to accumulate, Ben Brown, Isaiah Prince, Lel Collins back, although he's expected to be fine, according to coaches, still dealing with something. Isaiah, or not Isaiah Prince, uh, Deontay Smith's back. Jackson Carmen's elbow, now COVID. With these injuries starting to pile up, this is where the Bengals might actually have to go sign somebody just to even get through the preseason at some point Mm -hmm. to make sure they have enough offensive linemen to do so. But better than that is something we've talked about. If they need somebody to compete because they're not happy with what they're seeing at left guard, there are guys available. We talked about Quentin Spain, but Eric Flowers is still a free agent. There's another guy out there. We, We talked about a compliment of tackles after the game last week. So, With these injuries starting to happen, we could see a move at this point as there are multiple reasons potentially pushing the Bengals in that direction. For sure. You know, the Isaiah Prince thing, it's a uh, a left forearm, arm, wrist, hand type of thing. He he was holding his arm and uh, had the trainers look at it on the side, and then he he eventually was, was carted to the locker room so he didn't have to walk obviously he was capable of walking so yeah now you're really thin at tackle Deontay Smith coming back it's going to be a big week for him he's going to have to get out there against the Giants and show what he can do because he just hasn't played a lot due to multiple injuries last preseason obviously missed last week as well with the back issue Um, wouldn't be shocked at all 
if they add someone, maybe that is Quentin Spain, maybe it's somebody else. But I, I think your point about Cordell Volson, it's his, it's his shot. Jackson Carmen had his last week, and he opened the door for Volson. It's time for Volson to to slam that door, and he's got a, a real shot to do that and slam it, which is all you can ask for if you're a fourth round rookie in the second preseason game. So we'll see if he can do that. Some other quick things before we talk more about the preseason game. Mike Hilton, just a baller. I mean, he had a great practice on Thursday. Two interceptions. The defense won the day. They had four interceptions overall. Hilton, two against Joe Burrow. Jalen Davis had one. And Allen George had one. Um, Brandon Allen threw one of those. And Jake Browning threw one. So Burrow had two. The first of which, Mike Hilton just makes a great play. It's a slant for, for Boyd. It hits the ball up and is able to grab it with his left hand. It would have been a pick six. It was just a great play. And then the second one was more of a, a Burrow, let's just launch it downfield because I'm under pressure type ball. And uh, Boyd was not ready for it, and he just launched it downfield. There was two guys there, and, and Hilton made a diving, sliding catch, rather not diving, sliding catch. So uh, nice day for him. But overall, the, the offense did strike back a little bit. Burrow hit chase for what I think would have been a touchdown. They caught him down at the two during team drills at the end. And then Higgins mossed or just outpowered, out-toughed, whatever you want to say, Mike Hilton, who was all over him. And obviously there's a big height difference there. So great coverage by Hilton, but Higgins got him back a little bit after those two interceptions. Yeah, just a little height disparity between a little. Mike Hilton and T. Higgins. Just just a small, what is it, like eight inches, seven inches? Six, four, and five, eight, five, nine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, neither of those guys are going to be playing in the final preseason game. And while nope. camp is closed, there's still plenty of football to watch, even for fans who can't attend camp in person. We've got a preseason game coming up with the Bengals traveling to New York. We're going to dive into the defensive side of the ball first here because we've talked about the opportunity for Cordell Volson, and that is the primary thing to watch on offense. There's still some other position battles to watch on the offensive side of the ball, though, and some other depth pieces that we'll be watching. We'll get to those later but we're going to start with the defense as we dive into a game preview for preseason week two coming up next level with me we've all been in a situation where life gets busy funds get short maybe you have a bill you haven't paid and you really need to do that maybe you have a gift you need to get and you're just a little short on cash well dave is the banking app that can help you Get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. It's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, catch up on bills, and finally tackle those expenses you have been stressed about without any hangups. The best part, well, there's no interest. There's no credit check required. So download the Dave app today from the App Store and go there and, and start getting that extra cash. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for extra cash and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees. Do apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you with Dave. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic bowl cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. 
And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. James, preseason game two coming up. A lot to talk about on this defensive side of the ball where, like preseason game one, we're going to see some pieces playing for the Bengals that could be rotational in the regular season. The difference this week is is that we're going to see the Bengals' defense ostensibly go against the Giants' starters. As Brian Dabble, the new Giants head coach, has indicated that he is going to play starters and Kadarius Tony probably won't play for example there are some injuries that will keep guys out as he was working on a rehab field according to reports on Thursday but the rest of this Giants team will play so if Joseph Osai is going to play again and Zach Taylor said it's going to be the same guys as last week and if that holds true that means Joseph Osai gets reps could see Joseph Osai Andrew Thomas out there that could be a fun little matchup in the trenches Zach Carter going against some starters get uh, Dax Hill again, against some starters, just an increased level of competition for these guys. And that's where it starts. And then you you go down the roster and you find guys fighting for their NFL lives. And if you're doing that against starters, just even from a not Bengals perspective, putting that tape out there, if they play well against guys that are going to be starting this year, could go a long way for, for their NFL careers, not to mention their potential Bengals careers. No doubt about it, right? So two guys I just mentioned, Jalen Davis was on the roster last year, had an interception on Thursday. Guess what? Seems like that cornerback room, little open on the back end. Alan George, 42 for those wondering, keeps making plays. He keeps making plays. So can he go out there and do that and show that on Sunday night? Those are the type of guys that I'm curious about seeing, right? And, and seeing can they make a real push here for a roster spot, um, but not just those, because of course I want to see, all right, Zach Carter, you think you've arrived. I know he doesn't think that, but he has arrived officially among Bengals fans, right? People are like, oh, Zach Carter, Jeff Gunter, those, will they follow it up? How do they follow it up? How do they look against an offensive line that has been, just say, not great? over the past couple of years in New York. And so th- there's a, a lot of storylines with this defense and guys that I'm curious about seeing probably starts in the trenches, but certainly doesn't end there. And you're right. In New York right now, and I don't know how many of our listeners are paying attention, but Kenny Galladay is under some heat right now. Yeah. Right? A, a little bit of heat because he makes a lot of money. By the way, the Giants are stupid for giving him that deal. It's not Kenny's fault. Okay, you guys are idiots for giving him that contract because no one else was even remotely close to offering him anything near what you offered him. Anyways, so Kenny's smart for taking the contract. Sorry he's robbing you. You're the ones who invited him in. Uh, Anyways, he's under some heat, as is that quarterback Daniel Jones, right? I think they should trade for Jimmy Garoppolo anyway, but this isn't locked on Giants, so you don't need that take from me. I gave it to you anyways. But the point is, is I think if I'm Daniel Jones, if I'm Kenny Galladay, I'm trying to get into a rhythm, what does that mean? Well, that means that these corners are going to be tested. It means that these safeties are going to be tested. And that starts with Dax Hill. I'm excited to see Dax Hill um, potentially going up against a guy in Kenny Galladay who say what you want about him. 
is extremely talented and has been a, a problem for opposing secondaries for a long time and made some big plays. So will we see that? I hope so. And, and so that's one of those those matchups that I, I know uh, Dax Hill is certainly aware of 19, and it's going to be interesting to see if they get to go uh, up against one another on a deep ball, let's say, or something of that nature, maybe a fade in the red zone, all things that I would love to see. I've got one for Dax Hill and for another guy we've talked about, Jalen Davis, that I'm pretty excited for, Wandale Robinson, UK yes. kid. Second-round yep. pick for the Giants playing in the slot. Very shifty. Yes. A, a prototypical slot kind of receiver, offensive weapon kind of player. You talk about those guys as matchups for guys like Jalen Davis, who I think makes a team as a backup corner again, backup slot corner again. I, I wouldn't be... I, that's what I expect right now anyway. And if Dax Hill gets to play in the slot again, there's a matchup with Wondell Robinson that could be waiting for him. Or <laughs> if, if the Giants put Daniel Bellinger in the slot, their fourth-round pick, rookie tight end. We talked about tight ends a lot. You can go back and hear some of the tight end takes from our pre-draft episodes. We talked about Daniel Bellinger. That, that could be another fun one, a rookie-on-rookie matchup, a couple of rookie-on-rookie matchups there in the secondary Mm-hmm. I don't know if Saquon Barkley is going to play. I think so. He played last week. So that's just a challenge for everyone on this mm-hmm. defense, right? I mean, whatever's happened with Saquon Barkley's career, the injuries he sustained, the kind of losing that the Giants have endured as he's been a part of that franchise since they made him their first-round pick in 2018 – it's still a, a tough matchup for, for these defenders. So talk about trench guys, Zach Carter, Tyrikas Tisdale, if he gets out there with, with some of these early reps again. You talked about Jeff Gunter out at mm-hmm. edge, not only tackling Saquon Barkley, but going against, you said, a not great offensive line. 100% agree with that. But Andrew Thomas, left tackle, Evan Neal, first-round pick this year, right tackle. Mm-hmm. That's fun for, yeah. for some of these guys. And, and Cam Sample played, what, 15 or so snaps last week as well. So Cam Sample getting to go against these guys. There's some potentially solid tackles there. At least Evan Neal's a freaking giant. So mm-hmm. just just getting to see these guys go against higher pedigree tackles for sure. Two first-round picks there. And a couple of more experienced interior offensive linemen. It, it should be should be a fun test for all these guys on defense, for all of these starters, for the Giants that are certainly better than the second, third, and fourth stringers that we saw from the Arizona Cardinals. For sure. And the the other guy I'm going to be watching, double nines. Everyone's watching nine. Well, yeah, let's 99. see if you can get on the field, right? T- Tyler Shelvin. Yeah. Ha- has he earned snaps? Like, I- I've been pretty critical. I think a lot of us have been critical of Jackson Carmen, rightfully so, in – Tyler Shelvin isn't a, a second rounder. Get that, but man, has he disappeared? You know, and it, it's not like I'm noticing him a ton in practice. And so, is he on the bubble? I I think he might be. And so, if he's on the bubble, you got to earn yourself off the bubble. How are you going to do that? One, show your coaches this week, and we'll see if he did. Show your coaches this week that you deserve to be out there and, and deserve to play. And two, go out there and and cause some some problems. I mean, sheesh. So that's a guy I'm uh, – look, I mean, they, they got a lot of a lot of guys that can play inside, outside, right? You know, like Khalid Kareem, he's a guy that is ahead of Tyler Shelvin right now, I think, on the, the pecking order list by far, 
like Jeff Gunter and you mentioned Tyreekus Tisdale. Could he slide ahead of a guy? Like that's what we're talking about right now with Tyler Shovel, which you don't want to be the case because you just drafted him last year at the fourth round. I'm going to need to see something from him on Sunday. I, I think it's a really big game for him to, to kind of show. And obviously next week it'll be the same in those joint practices with the Rams and maybe even in that third preseason game. Need to see something from 99 for sure. Yeah, and his one snap last week wasn't uh, his best one? performance, let's say. One snap, huh? Oh, wow. He one got more than us. For, for one snap and ended up on his butt, which isn't generally what you want to do when you're on the goal line and you weigh 350 pounds or whatever whatever he might weigh right now. I mean, he was outstopped by Dominique Davis 43-1. to one. So... It and that's the thing you. is it, it's not like Shelvin is going to be a starter. So don't, the people do not think that like that is not what it is. They're not saying let's save Tyler Shelvin. Not that they're anything, but they, they want to get him reps. He's a young player. It's not like he played a ton last year. Yeah, absolutely so. true. And and he needs to get reps to show that he should, he should be part of this team. And it's not like they're particularly deep at the interior defensive line either. They're no. just looking for somebody no. that can, that can do something. And so we're, we're going to see some good stuff from the back of the rotation on on the defensive line. Is there guys fighting for jobs there? Noah Spence, Jeff Gunter, Khaled Kareem could be in the mix for one roster spot if they only keep five edge players, barring injury, knock on wood. Tyson Anderson going to get a lot of run again. Going to see who steps mm-hmm. up on special teams as well. We, we don't have time set aside for special teams. We'll get to it at the end. We'll also talk some offense, right, James? Yeah, that's the, my favorite part of the show. We're going to talk a little offense, whether it is Kendrick Pryor. Can we see a little Kwame Lasseter? He's been great in practice. Will that transfer? He only got two targets last week. Didn't really get a ton of help there. So we'll dive into the offense next right here on Locked on Bengals. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We've talked about it a few times now. Think about a time life threw you a curveball. Did you have somebody who you could talk through it with? Life is full of those kinds of twists and turns, of course, and it's important to show up for yourself through it all. And you've heard me say it, and it's something that I am actually quite passionate about. I think that everyone who has access to therapy should use therapy. BetterHelp Online Therapy will assess your needs, whatever they are, whatever you want to work on, and match you with a licensed professional in less than 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. You don't need to read a book. You're going to work directly with a therapist who will listen and provide whatever it is you need to work through whatever it is you're working on. You can do video sessions. You can do phone sessions. If you don't want to be on camera, you can be on camera if you want to. You can do it even over just a text chat if you don't want to talk. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy, financial aid also available So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Right now, you can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn. Again, that's 10% off your first month of online therapy at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOn. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Jake, let's start since we're going to offense with the wide receivers because I do think that the back end of that wide receiver room quite, quite interesting because you got a guy in Trent Taylor who we know what he brings as a punt returner, had four catches last week, I think has shown himself pretty well. Kendrick Pryor, four receptions, had the one-handed catch, had the touchdown. Kwame Lasser has been really, really good in practice even though it didn't translate necessarily and he just didn't get the opportunities in that first preseason game. But then you also have a guy in Trenton Irwin who makes plays, is really good in one-on-ones when I've seen him this year, made plays today in practice. I think the back end of that wide receiver room is pretty, pretty interesting because you got these undrafted guys that are really pushing, I think, and pushing veterans despite really five spots being locked up because I think Mike Thomas is basically a lock. I think Stanley Morgan Jr. is also a lock. Yeah, Stanley Morgan Jr. played 15 snaps in week one of the preseason before all these other guys started playing more and Mike Thomas didn't play at all. So could have been a precautionary thing for Mike Thomas. We don't know that for sure, but probably just tells you that Mike Thomas is safe. We'll see if he plays any this week, but all these other guys are talking about James Trent Irwin, 27 snaps, Jack Sorensen, 29 snaps, Kendrick Pryor, 30 snaps, Kwame Lasseter, 37 snaps, Javon Hiley, 26 snaps. All these wide receivers had 25 to 35 snaps, roughly speaking, and again, are probably fighting for one roster spot because I think Trent Taylor is firmly in the lead for wide receiver six just because of the punt return ability. But if Kendrick Pryor or Kwame Lasseter, so let's start with Kwame Lasseter, actually. If Kwame Lasseter shows that he can be an elite punt returner and he rips off some big punt returns and does what Darren Simmons wants him to do in the return game, and if Kwame Lester and or Kendrick Pryor can play on return teams and play on cover teams, which Kendrick Pryor had one really good gunner rep last week, as Matt Minnick pointed out to me on Twitter this week, that is how they find themselves in the wide receiver seven role on the 53-man cutdown. Because I could also see just keeping six. Try to sneak who you can onto the practice squad if it's close, if you like Kendrick prior a little bit more than Kwame Lasseter it's not a massive gulf and you try to get one or two of those guys onto the practice squad maybe you can maybe you're Mm -hmm. not worried about it and most of the time to be fair most of the time when you try to get guys onto the practice squad a cut down day most of those guys make it I know Bengals fans have a few guys that they've seen get away but most of those guys do make it onto the practice squad so I, I agree with you that it's really interesting but it sure does seem like Trent Taylor has a pretty firm grasp on wide receiver six right now because not only was he productive in the receiving game but he's just got that big punt return trust leg up i think right now that is going to make him hard to unseat yeah no doubt about it and and so that's that's the challenge could they keep seven yes and and so that's the thing like a guy like trent Irwin, if you're the bengals do you have the conversation well we like him he knows the rat the route tree he knows all these things let's try to stash him well, guess what you don't want? Him to go off for four four receptions, 89 yards, and a touchdown, right, which he's capable of doing. Kendrick Pryor already did that. You don't necessarily want Kwame Lasseter to go off. That doesn't mean you're going against those guys. But if they go off, they're more likely to get plucked because of the game film and the game tape and what they do. So 
that's the part of it too is the, the juggling act like oh give give Kwame Lasseter 60 snaps is that bad I mean that's not a bad thing I don't think go, give Kendrick Pryor that um and so you could go that route put one of these guys back on punt returns if Trent Taylor really is let's see one of these other guys then so that's the other part because to me Chris Evans should be the kickoff returner I would say always I would just put him back there and because I think he's worth it. I think he's that explosive and that dynamic, and why not? And then, as of now, I think Trent Taylor has the lead in punt returns, but why not give some of these other guys opportunities, especially because Taylor has had a history of injuries, and we we know what he is. I don't think we really need to see more from Trent Taylor, a.k.a. Trent Edelman. We know what he is. We know what he is, number 11, 5'9", white dude running over the middle. We know what Trent Edelman can bring, so let, let's look at some of these other guys a little bit, but... There is the juggling act. How much do you want to expose them if you think they're going to make the roster? Like, have they seen enough from Kendrick Pryor? They might have. And so if that's the case, nah. you know, it, no, I agree with you. I don't think they have either, but I'm just saying you, you don't want to risk if you're trying to hide one of them. I don't want – and Trent Irwin would be the guy, I think, of these this group. You don't want him going off on Sunday night necessarily because if he's not going to make the roster, then you – want to be able to put him on the practice squad. I think they would love to have him on the practice squad for sure. I think they would too. I think they really like Erwin. I think I'm probably less concerned with you about losing guys off the practice squad, but then maybe it'll happen one day. The thing is at that point, it's usually not a big deal and, and fans get attached to guys and, and you know, they have familiarity with the system and, and the familiarity does matter. And Trent and Irwin made some plays for this team last year. And they're memorable for me because I was there in person for, week four against Jacksonville, but the, the replacement for a practice squad guy, like usually isn't make or break for your season. Typically. I'm not saying that's the case for these guys, but often it's not a big deal. One thing that stood out to me while you were talking about Chris Evans is that I don't want to see Chris Evans anymore. I think we saw way too much of him in the first preseason game. And I don't really feel personally like I need to see more. I think the coaches feel like they need to see more, particularly in pass protection. And, I, you know, I don't want to see Chris Evans returning kicks. I think that we've seen enough there from last season, this preseason. I think that he's he's solid in that role. Let's not expose him to that kind of impact anymore. Let's give somebody else some opportunities there to see what else you have. I, I agree with you that I don't think we really need to see Trent Taylor returning punts. Mm-hmm. Give Kwame Lasseter those opportunities instead, right? Because, I, again, I feel like we know – what Trent Taylor is in that particular role. So, so that's where I am on the skill positions. I, I think for, for tight end, another big opportunity for Thaddeus Moss is going to play a lot, can try to get away from those holding penalties and show that he can put together a complete game. And outside of that, like I, I don't know if any of these other guys are really pushing. Drew Sample working on the, on the, on the rehab field on Wednesday and Thursday this week. Scotty Washington, Nick Eubanks, Justin Rigg, they're, they're all going to play because that's the nature of the preseason, but they would have to do something pretty special, I think, to really push for a roster spot, certainly pushing for practice squad spots. For sure. And, and so that's the back end of the tight end room. Uh, I do think it could be interesting here. How much will Travion Williams play? Will they keep a fourth running back? Can you push there? I don't think so. But I don't think they still- can. Yeah. So, so, so if that's the case, can Jock Patrick kind of push, you know, for a practice squad spot? Mm-hmm. And that's 
who knows, right? He's he's a much different back than than Travion Williams. Travion's been here for a long time, so that that part of it is um, a, a little intriguing. And, and then let, let's go back to it here: the offensive line. Of course, it's interesting. Devin Cochran. How many different spots is he going to line up in at practice? He got a left guard rep on Wednesday. He's played both tackle spots within a week span. So, how many different spots will we see? Seventy six. Um, will will we see? You know, some of these undrafted guys step up again. The kid from Coleraine, Desmond Noel, played pretty well last week. You know, so will he continue his push for what I think could be a practice squad spot for the team that he grew up cheering for his entire life, right? That that one could be quite interesting. So there are, are battles like that. Can Trey Hill uh, really take firm grasp of that backup center spot? Because I think the Bengals were – uh, pleased with what they saw from Hill last week. So th- there's other battles outside of left guard, which we've spent a ton of time on. And if you mm-hmm. missed any of it this week, you can go back and, and listen to our different shows because the left guard spot, Cordell Volson in the lead, Jackson Carmen with COVID, like we mentioned at the top. We'll see if, uh, if Volson can take advantage and really secure that starting job. I'm going to be interested to see where Lamont Gilliard and Trey Hill line up. Trey Hill getting mm-hmm. some reps at left guard and practices. Lamont Gilliard... Got a lot of center work as well, playing all over that interior of the offensive line. Deontay Smith, how long does he play? Can he get through a game? Because they really don't have tackle depth. If if um, Isaiah Prince needs to miss time, it might just be Deontay Smith, Hakeem Adeniji, and Devin Cochran for the whole game. And and maybe that you know they do some rotation stuff to get those guys some breaks. But if Isaiah Prince can't play. That's a lot of playing time potentially for those guys. And for Deontay Smith, we've been waiting to see this guy for a long time. It feels like get a big opportunity as he missed time uh, in the preseason last year and missed time during the regular season as well. I I think that is most of it on the offensive line. The quick thing to end on, of course, is is special teams. And can Drew Chrisman separate himself? So far from Cal Adamitis and Clark Harris, I think we've seen virtually no fall off from Clark Harris. I think that's, again, still going to be tough for Cal Adamitis to separate himself in a big way. But Drew Chrisman and Kevin Huber splitting opportunities. The, the holding seems to be roughly equal with Evan McPherson kicking multiple 50-plus yard field goals in the preseason. And the holder doesn't seem to matter too much. But if Chrisman and Huber can separate themselves in the punting game, Mm-hmm. Maybe we see some kind of shakeup there. And beyond that, on special teams, a lot of these guys we're talking about at the back of the tight end group, at the back of the receiver group, at the back of like the linebacker group, which we didn't really talk about at all, special teams is going to probably go a long way in deciding a lot of those roster battles as well as far as who performs well and who gets a lot of opportunity in those areas. There's actually another roster battle brewing that we haven't talked about. And it started and ended Thursday's practice. Logan Wilson has emerged as ah, a dark yes. horse kicker right. for the Bengals. Evan McPherson, I, I literally just saw Money Mac just walk by sweating after watching 55 double nickel Logan Wilson drill every field goal attempt he took before practice, drilled a 33-yarder after practice. Look, I know they call him Money, but I'm not saying he's he's not in danger. I'm not saying he's in danger, but he might be in danger. And so that's the part of it. I'm kidding, of course. But uh, Logan Wilson did look really good, and I think he is going to be the emergency kicker. Zach Taylor didn't commit to it 
after practice on Thursday, but hilarious that, you know, someone as big and as athletic and as fast as Logan Wilson gets back there and, and kicks the ball, but he, he kicks it hard and, and uh, made all of his kicks. So that, uh, that is a fun thing. I asked Zach, I was like, Hey, uh, you're going to suit Logan up to give him a preseason kick. Cause why not? Right. He's like, not going to do it for just that. So that that's the other inkling. I, I don't think Logan's going to play necessarily in the preseason. So if he doesn't, how many of these other starters are going to? So, um, yeah, I I, uh, I am looking forward to this punter battle, though, because I do think the way Chrisman's been holding, it could come down to just punting, mm-hmm. which if, if you would have told me that at the start of camp, then I'd say, man, McPherson has a uh, – or McPherson, Chrisman has a real shot here to be the guy. And it's not like McPherson's missed a, a beat at all with with Chrisman holding. So it's going to be quite quite interesting on Friday or on on Friday night on Sunday night. I like Friday night games on Sunday night. Do you like Friday night games? I mean, there's high school football yeah. you can go watch, right? Is high school football going on in Cincinnati yet? Of of course it is. Yeah, this is uh this is the big the big launch. Yeah, guess what I'm not doing on a Friday night when I'm not covering the Bengals. Guess what I'm you're, not going to do? You're not going to go your watch, alma mater watch. to watch some high school football? No. Not Sorry. one of those people. Nope. Not enough. T- not enough hours in the day, Jake. Yeah, not enough hours in the day. We all have to make tough choices, James. I understand. That's going to do and, it for this episode. And you know what a tough choice? No, no, no. Before we go, and you know what the tough choice isn't? All this buttery crap you guys put on your vegetables to make them taste good. All right. If you're going to eat them healthy, that's one thing. But most people put salad dressing on. Let's. You think salad's good with ranch on it? It's not good for you. Just get the burger. All right. It's the same. It's not going to change anything. So there you go. There's my brief rant. Vegetables overrated. If you eat them the right way, yeah, they're healthy. No doubt about it. If you throw a bunch of butter on them and Pam and and grease and you grill them up with this and you got to throw this spice and this thing and this and throw some cheese on them or whatever you're doing, not good for you. So eat your veggies without all the crap on them or just don't eat them. Go ahead, Jake. Take us out of here. Man, nutritionists and dietitians everywhere just having a real tough time with all the words I'm just right. coming out of your mouth. I'm right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. Right. We will be back on Sunday after the game with our post-game reactions and then all next week as we gear up for the end of the preseason and practices continue for the Cincinnati Bengals. Thanks for listening to the Lockdown Bengals podcast. Until next time, who day and have a good one. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.